We come to the 36th hadith from the 40 hadith of Imam al-Nawi. Al-Hadith al-Sadis wa-Thalathun. An Abi Hurayrata radiyallahu anhum. And so on the authority of Abu Hurairah radiyallahu anhu, an al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man nafasa an mu'minin qurbatan min qurbi dunya and whoever relieves or removes a hardship uh, from the hardships of this world from a believer, whoever removes a hardship from a, uh, from a believer from the hardships of this world, Allah will remove <clears throat> from him a hardship from the hardships on the day of resurrection. And whoever removes or whoever helps and makes easy on the debtor, the one who is in debt, Whoever helps him with that <clears throat> and makes it easy upon him, Allah will make his affairs easy in this world and in the next life. And whoever uh, conceals conceals the uh, faults of a Muslim. And Allah will conceal his faults in this life and in the next life. And Allah will be at the aid of the servant so long as the servant so long as the servant is at the aid of his brother. ومن سلق طريقا يلتمس فيه علما سحل الله له به طريقا إلى إلى جنة إلى الجنة نعم and whoever treads upon the path of seeking knowledge وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته whoever treads upon the path of seeking knowledge then Allah will make easy for him a path to paradise and there is not a group of people who come together in a house from the houses of Allah. They recite the book of Allah, the Quran. And they, uh, they study it between themselves. Except that tranquility descends upon them الرحمه, and uh, mercy overshadows them الملائكه, and the angels surround them and Allah uh, makes mention of them to those who are with him عمله, لم يسرع به نسبه 
And whoever uh, is slowed down due to his deeds and his actions, then his lineage will not uh, advance him or cause him uh, to go ahead. Rawahu Muslim. And that hadith was recorded by Imam Muslim. And that wording here is the wording of Imam Muslim. Wa'illa, uh, this hadith was recorded by uh, yani, uh, others from the scholars of hadith. Naam. With slightly different wording. But this wording here is the wording of Imam Muslim. And so at the beginning we have uh, the statement of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Man nafasa an mu'minin. Whoever nafasa an mu'min. Qurbatan min qurbi dunya nafasa Allahu anhu qurbatan min qurbi yawm al-qiyamah. That whoever uh, removes qurba. And qurba, ayyul ikhwa, is, as the scholars they mention, is shidda. Shidda, difficulty, and ad-diq, ad-diq, يعني hardship, and يعني ad-diq, يعني tightness, and يعني tight situation, difficult situation. Whoever removes that from a believer when he find when he finds that a believer is in a situation of hardship and difficulty, and a يعني extremely difficult situation, whoever removes that. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove uh, from him uh, a qurba from the qurb of Yom Al-Qiyamah, the hardships of Yom Al-Qiyamah. And this tanfis, ayyul ikhwah, this removing of the qurba, of the hardship, and that is by takhfifuha, uh, by either lessening that hardship or izalatuha. Or to remove it completely. To remove it completely. And here we see, uh, and we're going to see in <clears throat> some of the other sentences within this uh, hadith, um, but immediately we see the principle Al Jaza min jinsil amal. Al Jaza min jinsil amal. That the reward is as a recompense of the action. The reward. Is as a result or as a recompense of the action, and so when uh, the Muslim or the believer, the mu'min, when he removes uh, hardship from another believer, from his brother, that was his action. And that's his action. But the jaza and the reward for him is that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will likewise remove a hardship from him. Yom al Qiyamah. Naam. And then the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, وَمَنْ يَسْرَ عَلَى مُعْسِرَ يَسْرَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ And whoever يعني, يعني makes easy from يعني يسر, uh, which means to make easy. And to make easy uh, the affair of the mu'sir. The mu'sir is the debtor, the debtor, the one who's in debt, the one who borrowed money and owes money. Whoever makes his affair easy for him, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make easy for him his affairs fi dunya wal akhirah in this world and in the uh, the next life. Naam. And so that taysir and that affair of making uh, easy the situation of the 
Mu'sir, the one who's in debt, is i'anatuhu ala izalat usrati. Naam. And the way in how that is done is by aiding him in removing that hardship that he's in. That hardship that he is in as it relates to the debt. Now, and so he gives him that which will help him pay back the, the debt. Or, um, if you are the lender yourself, then you give him yani time. You give him time. Wajib. It's obligatory. As Allah SWT he mentions, وَإِنْ كَانَ ذُو عُسْرَةٍ فَنَذِرَةٌ إِلَى It's wajib as the scholars they mentioned that if you lend some money to someone, and it is established, you know. Yeah, it has to be established. You know that he's in, diff- in a difficult situation, he can't pay you back. Then it's wajib, obligatory, because here Allah commands. وَإِنْ كَانَ ذُو عُسْرَةٍ فَنَذِرَةٌ إِلَى that if he is going through hardship, meaning difficulty in paying that debt back, فَنَذِرَةٌ إِلَى Then uh, give him يعني, respite and time. Give him time uh, in order for him to pay that back. يعني, give him extra time. And don't be of those who يعني, chase him up and say, no, I want my money back. I want it, now. I want it back now. This is haram. If it is established, hmm? That he is in a difficult situation. However, if, if it is known that he's not in a difficult situation, but uh, yeah, and he's going out there and buying the latest iPhone and uh, yeah, and he, uh, you've, the latest pair of trainers that have come out, yeah, and all of these harakat and these moves that he makes, then yeah, and he, that sh- uh, that's something that shows that yeah, and he's not in a difficult situation. But if it is established, we're talking about when it's established and you know. That he's in a difficult situation, that it's wajib upon you to um, yani give him time. But even better than that is to remove it from him completely and to uh, yani, uh, to uh, give him that in charity, that debt that he owes, and to so to remit that that debt that he owes by way of charity. Uh, so and so Allah subhanahu wa taala he said in that same verse, وَإِنْ كَانَ ذُو عُسْرَةٍ فَنَذِرَةٌ إِلَى مَيْسَرَةٍ وَأَنْ تَصَدَّقُوا خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Naam. Uh, and so, if he's in a difficult situation, grant him respite, give him time. وَأَن تَصَدَّقُوا But that you, يعني, remit it by way of charity, خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ It's better for you. إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ If indeed you truly know. If, you, if, you, if indeed you truly knew. Naam. So that's the affair of the Mu'sir. And again, the reward is a recompense of the action. So uh, the Muslim who made the affair of the Mu'sir easy for him, then likewise Allah will make easy for him his affairs in this dunya and likewise in the hereafter. And whoever conceals the faults of a Muslim, then Allah will uh, conceal his faults في الدنيا والآخرة in this uh, life and in the next life نعم and that satar of the Muslim is by إخفاء العيب to conceal يعني uh, that عيب and that يعني that blameworthy um, action or affair that he may have يعني uh, carried out وعدم إذهاره 
and يعني, not to make that manifest and to make it public. That is uh, the meaning of making satr of the Muslim, of his faults, that you conceal that. But here the scholars, they uh, clarify and they say that uh, if the person, if this Muslim we're talking about, concealing his faults and his sin or his mistake, if the person is a person of istiqama, a person of يعني, uprightness, a person of religion, if he falls into a mistake, falls into some sin, then this hadith and this statement here applies to him. That you make satr, you conceal it. He's someone who's known to be a man of religion, man of istiqama, a good man. But however he fell into a mistake, he fell into a sin. Hmm? Here, you make satr, and that's the origin. You make, you, you conceal. You conceal. Now, However, if he's a person who's known, uh, known um, for carrying out a, a facade and actions of a corruption and evil actions, ma'asi and so on. Um, and it's known that if you were to con- if you were to conceal his affair, because the origin is to conceal, and so if you were to continue with that origin of concealing, that it will lead him to increasing, lead him to increasing in that uh, sin and that facade and so on. Then here, that satar is madmum. Satar and the concealing is blameworthy, but rather his affair should be uh, raised to whoever uh, would make ta'deeb of him, whoever would يعني, uh, advise him and يعني, get him into check and put him in check. And so, for example, يعني, uh, if it's known that a particular wife, يعني, she's ma'roof uh, uh, for certain actions, then the husband is informed. A particular woman, particular, yani she's a wife to a husband. Then her husband is informed. Her affair is raised, so we don't make satr here. I mean, this is if this is if, yani she's known for that facade, and if we were to conceal, she would continue and so on. Then here, her affair is raised to the husband, the child. Hmm? His affair is raised to his parents, his father or his mother, and so on. The, the student, his affair is raised to the teacher. The teacher, his affair is raised to the headmaster, and so on. Like this. Now, however, if a person is a person of istiqama, as we said, and it's possible, a person of ma- uh, person of religion, man of يعني, uprightness, um, however, he falls into uh, a mistake, he falls into a sin, and يعني, he's one who we know, once he's advised, he will leave that, that sin and so on, then we make satr. We make satr. However, again, um, it's, there are certain occasions where for the maslaha, for the benefit, for the overwhelming benefit, then uh, it is allowed and could, could even be wajib that a person, he, um, he uh, makes manifest that which he would usually conceal about a person. And so, um, as the scholars, they mentioned the jarh of the ruwat, the, critic- the criticizing of the narrators of hadith. They will criticize them. And they wouldn't make satr here. They would criticize them due to the maslaha of preserving the hadith of the Messenger of Allah. So the narrators, those men who would narrate upon the Messenger of Allah and narrate from the uh, scholars of hadith and so on, then uh, here 
يعني it's permissible for the, uh, يعني for a person to talk about them and to يعني mention some of their faults. Likewise, uh, the scholars they mentioned the fate of the sh- of shahada, of يعني the fate of uh, the witnesses and so on. That it's allowed to speak about them if a person, يعني, it is required to mention about other individuals that he's not truthful and so on. That you shouldn't accept his 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 shahada and so on. Likewise, zawaj, a zawaj, a woman, she uh, asks about a particular brother, hmm? and so now in this situation, you may mention some of his faults in order for her to know, and like and vice versa. Hmm? A husband, uh, a man who wants to marry a woman. Uh, and you know something about the woman, then it's allowed for you to mention something uh, about her. If there's a maslaha in that. Now, Wallahu fi awn al-abd. Ma kana al-abd fi awn akhi. And Allah is at the aid. Allah will be at the aid of the servant so long as the servant is at the aid and helps his brother. Now, and so here now we have, after the first three sentences, the first three sentences uh, mention um, specific uh, manner, uh, uh, ways in how a person can aid his brother and the believer. And so the first was by removing a hardship from him. The second was relieving him of that debt and helping him as it relates to that debt that he has. And the third was to conceal his faults. So all of that is to aid him, but then this fourth sentence here is a general uh, sentence. Yani to aid your brother in general, in any way, whatever way that is. Whether that is those three that were previously mentioned. To remove a hardship from him. To help him as it relates to his debt that he, that he has. To cover his faults. So the, these first three are specific يعني, uh, ways in how a person could help. But this fourth sentence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, at the aid of his slave so long as the slave aids his brother, then this is general. So aiding your brother in in whatever way that may be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will aid you. And al-jaza' min jinsil amal. All of these four sentences, these first four sentences, uh, we extra- uh, extract from, from them. The qaida and the principle of al-jaza' min jinsil amal. The reward is a recompense of the action. But as Sheikh Ibn Thaymin he mentioned, and others they mention, uh, many of the scholars when explaining this hadith, that in reality, the jaza' here is يعني, is not equal to the amal. It's much greater. The jaza' here is a'zam. It's much greater than the, than the action of the slave. Because when a servant... When a person he removes the hardship of, uh, يعني, hardship from the believer, a hardship of the hardships, uh, from the hardships of this world and this life, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove a hardship from the hardships of Yom al Qiyamah. And that is much greater, much better. So that reward that a person receives by way of that action is much greater than his, his action that he, he performed in the first place. And so the reward is much greater. In reality, it's not uh, يعني, uh, an equal reward. But rather, a person gets a greater reward. And as we find in some of these affairs, uh, then Allah will make easy his affairs in this life and the next life. And Allah will cover his faults in this life and the next life. Now, and then the Messenger of Allah, he went on to mention 
the affair of uh, seeking knowledge and the virtue of the one who seeks knowledge and the, and the great reward. And so he said, وَمَنْ سَلَقَ طَرِيقًا يَلْتَمِسُ فِيهِ عِلْمًا سَحَّلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ بِهِ طَرِيقًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ Whoever treads upon a path of seeking knowledge, then Allah will make easy for him a path to Jannah. Now, and so here the scholars, they uh, mention here the reward for the one who treads upon that path, the path of seeking knowledge. And the, the uh, meaning of knowledge here is that knowledge of the Sharia, that the ilm al-shari'i, the knowledge of the Sharia, knowledge of the religion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for him a path to Jannah. The scholars, they mention that this is by Allah giving him insight and knowledge. Because when a person he acquires that knowledge, he learns the path to Jannah. He learns the correct path to Jannah, and the correct way in, uh, in uh, get, getting to Jannah. He learns uh, that which the Messenger of Allah came with. From the Kitab and the Sunnah, with the with the correct understanding, because as we know, there are those who uh, who appeared, and uh, those later sects and groups that appeared, and they, uh, yeah, uh, uh, they changed and they innovated and so on, and so they. Uh, Yani were upon other than that which the Messenger of Allah and the Sahaba were upon. And so the Messenger of Allah he said that this Ummah will split into 73 sects. Kullaha finnar illa wahida. All of them in the fire except for one. And he said that only one will be in Jannah. And they are those who are upon what? The Messenger of Allah and the Sahaba are upon. And that only comes about by way of knowledge. That a person he, he learns that, that path to Jannah. And that safe sect that is in Jannah. And so he learns. He learns the aqidah of the Muslim, that aqidah islamiyah, he learns it, that correct Islamic belief that the Messenger of Allah came with and the Sahaba that they believed in. And so he learns that. He learns the fahm of the Sahaba and the fahm of the Salaf of this Ummah. And so by way of that, he acquires that insight. And so his path to Jannah becomes easy because he knows how to get to Jannah now. He knows that if the affair of Tawheed, the importance of Tawheed, uh, whereas you find how many there are who, and we're going to see the father of the alim over the abid, how many there are who they worship, they have actions of worship with them, but they don't have ilm with them, deficiency in knowledge, and they don't study. And so the affair of tawheed, that affair that is much greater than some of the actions of worship that they have, the salah and the psalm and so on, they are ignorant about that affair. Hmm? And so, a person you find, he's يعني, upon Islam for many years. He's a worshipper, but he doesn't know the affair of Tawheed. And maybe he falls into shirk. And due to that shirk, he enters the hellfire. And so a person, when he acquires the knowledge, he acquires knowledge, he learns uh, يعني, uh, those affairs that will cause him to enter Jannah. مَنْ لَقِيَ اللَّهِ لَا يُشْرِكْ بِهِ شَيْئًا دَخَلَ الْجَنَّةِ he learns this, that whoever meets Allah without associating anything as a partner to him, دخل الجنة, he will enter paradise. وَمَنْ لَقِيَهُ 
yushrik bihi shay'a dakhal an-nar. And whoever meets him, making shirk with him, he will enter the hellfire. And so a person learns, he learns this. When he, when he goes upon that path of knowledge, he learns this. And so he learns the great importance of Tawheed. And so he sticks to that Tawheed. And by way of that now, his path to Jannah becomes easy. And likewise, the other affairs of the Aqeedah. He sticks to the understanding of the Sahaba as it relates to, as, as it relates to the Asma uh, wa Sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the names and attributes of Allah. Likewise, other affairs of the Aqeedah. Yani the knowledge of the unseen, those matters of the unseen, the, the, uh, the, those matters as it relates to the pillars of Iman, the affair of uh, khuruj against the rulers, rebellion against the Muslim rulers and so on. The person, he learns all of that. And so by way of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He makes it easy for him the path to Jannah. Likewise, that which has been mentioned is that due to that path that he goes upon, the path of seeking knowledge, then Allah rewards him immensely. And due to that reward, he enters paradise. Now, and this ilm, this knowledge, seeking of knowledge, the scholars they mention that it comprises of both meanings when we discuss seeking knowledge. Whether that is the physical, the actual physical seeking of knowledge, that a person, he treads upon the path, he, he travels to seek knowledge. He travels on his feet, he goes and he learns his religion. He goes and travels to the scholars wherever they are, travels to them. Includes that, that he travels and he sits with the scholars and he takes from the scholars those who are the inheritors of the prophets. And it also includes seeking of knowledge by way of a person when he acquires knowledge through reading book, reading books and so on. A person, he acquires books, gathers books, he reads them, he takes benefit from them, he takes knowledge from them. He takes knowledge from uh, recordings and so on, audio and so on. All of that likewise is talab al-ilm, the seeking of knowledge as the scholars they mention. Now, now, and then thereafter, the Messenger of Allah went on to mention the affair of the uh, masajid and gathering in the houses of Allah and the affair of reciting the Quran and studying the Quran. And again, uh, knowledge. That they study the Quran amongst themselves. And so the Messenger of Allah after mentioning this uh, affair of studying, and uh, treading on that path of knowledge, he said, That there is not a group of people who gather together in a house from the houses of Allah, يَتْلُونَ كِتَابَ Allah, who recite the book of Allah, the Qur'an. وَيْتَدَارَسُونَهُ بَيْنَهُمْ And they study it between themselves. They study the Qur'an. Now, that here now we have the affair of the masjid and the masajid. The great reward of gathering in the masajid. And the great reward of reciting the Qur'an and studying the Qur'an. Whether that is studying the meanings, studying the tafsir, and all of the other ulum and sciences connected to the Qur'an. Likewise, the general... Uh, uh, يعني, circles of knowledge يعني, the likes of these uh, lessons and these classes these are all يعني, 
classes and lessons that go back to that origin in Islam, which is the Quran. All of this knowledge branches uh, from the Quran. Now, and so thereafter, the Messenger of Allah he mentioned four يعني, uh, matters that result from those who come together in the masjid and they recite the Quran and they study the Quran and they they, they study this ilm that they uh, they يعني, achieve four matters or there comes to them four matters. Now, إِلَّا نَزَلَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّكِينَةِ it's the, this is the first thing. That tranquility tran, uh, transcends upon them. That tranquility trans, transcends upon them. الرحمة, and rahma and the mercy of Allah overshadows them. الملائكة, and the malaika, they surround them. حفتهم الملائكة حفت يعني surround like the saying of Allah وترى الملائكة وترى الملائكة حافين من حول العرش and you see the angels حافين من حول العرش يعني surrounding the عرش surrounding the throne حفتهم الملائكة uh, and so the angels likewise they surround them the angels surround them نعم and as it's come in the other hadith that the angels they make dua they make dua and the one who comes to the masjid and he's waiting for the salah, they make dua for that individual. وَذَكَرَهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي مَنْ عِنْدَهُ This is the fourth. And Allah mentions them. And he, he sends His praise upon them to those with Him. Meaning the angels. And so four matters. The first was what? Sakina. Tranquility. Descends upon them. And the second? Rahmah, the mercy of Allah. The third? The malaika. Surround them. Because the malaika, they seek out these gatherings of, of dhikr. They seek them out. And so the likes of these gatherings, they come and they surround those who are present. And the fourth? Allah praises them, mentions them يعني, uh, to those who are with Him. Yani the angels. Now. وَمَنْ بَطَّعْ بِهِ عَمَلُهُ لَمْ يُسْرِعْ بِهِ نَصَبُهُ And whoever is slowed down by his actions, meaning he fell short in his actions, fell short in his actions, then his nasab, his lineage will not cause him to advance. His lineage won't help him. And so even if he's from the uh, most uh, noble of lineages that they are, it comes from a noble lineage that will not help him. And there were those who were related to the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That lineage will not aid them. Abu Lahab, Abu Talib and so on. Uncles of the Messenger of Allah Likewise wives of prophets. And sons and fathers. The father of Ibrahim That nasab and that lineage is, is, is uh, of no avail if... A person, yani, doesn't come with that action. Naam, if a person has combines between both, combines between action and a noble lineage, then that is khair upon khair, as the scholars they mentioned, that is good. However, a person's lineage without action will not help him. There has come also um, a particular wording of this uh, wording of this hadith. The wording that we 
uh, red was the wording of Imam Muslim. But Imam Ahmad, and likewise Abu Dawood and Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah, uh, they mention um, a different wording. And yani, it's a wording which comprises part of the hadith, not all of it, but part of it. Particularly the affair of the seeking of knowledge. And within this hadith is a mention that there was a man who came to uh, Al-Medina. And he came to Abu Darda. And Abu Darda was the first to start the, the, the Hilaqa Qur'an, as is mentioned. Abu Darda was the first to start, start the circles of Qur'an and teaching the Qur'an. However, there was a man who came to Medina. And he came to Abu Darda. Uh, Afwan. There was a man who, who was from Medina. And he went to Abu Darda who was in Damascus. So the man was from Medina and he went to Abu Darda who was in Damascus in Syria. فقال, and he said, Abu Darda, he said, what has brought you here? And so the man, he said, حَدِيثٌ بَلَغَنِي أَنَّكَ تُحَدِّثُهُ عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم. He said, a hadith. It's a hadith that has brought me here. A prophetic hadith that has brought me all the way from Medina to Damascus. That I heard that you're narrating from the Messenger of Allah قال, And so Abu Darda, he said, Ama jitta Did you not come for a, for a need? قال, لا. He said, no. قال, uh, Ama, uh, Did you not come for trade? For the purpose of trade? قال, لا. He said, no. قال, الحديث, he said, did you not come except to, يعني, to, to acquire this hadith and to hear this hadith? قال, he said, yes. قال, and so Abu Darda, he said, فإني سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول Indeed I heard the messenger of Allah say من سلق طريقا يلتمس فيه علما سلق الله به طريقا إلى الجنة Whoever treads upon a path of seeking knowledge then Allah will cause him to tread that path تجنة نعم وإن الملائكة لا تدعه أَجْنِهَتَهَا رِضًا لِطَالِبِ الْعِلْمِ Indeed, the uh, angels, they lower their wings. رِضًا لِطَالِبِ الْعِلْمِ From pleasure, يعني, uh, from that which they see from the student of knowledge, and that what he, which he's doing, يعني, the pursuing of knowledge. وَإِنَّ الْعَالِمِ Indeed, the alim. لا يستغفر له من في السماوات ومن في الأرض حتى الحيتان في الماء. That the alim, the scholar, and the one who studies and the one who acquires that knowledge, those that are that are in the heaven and those who are upon the earth, they seek forgiveness for him. حتى الحيتان في الماء. Even the fish in the sea, even the fish in the sea, they seek they seek forgiveness. For the alim, for the scholar, and the one who acquires that knowledge, the knowledge of the sharia. وَفَضْلُ الْعَالِمِ عَلَى الْعَابِدِ And the virtue of the alim, the scholar, over the abid, the one who's just a worshipper, one who worships, one who fasts and prays and so on, but he doesn't have that knowledge, the knowledge of the scholar. كَفَضْلُ الْقَمَرِ عَلَى سَائِرِ الْكَوَاكِبِ It's like the virtue of the, 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 the moon, 
So the messenger of Allah he said that the uh, virtue of the alim over the abid, the scholar over the worshipper, is like the virtue of the moon over the stars. And the superiority of the scholar over the servant is like the superiority of the moon over the rest of the stars. And as has come in one particular wording, that... Uh, that one scholar, a single scholar, is more severe upon shaitan than a thousand worshippers. Than a thousand worshippers. Naam. Indeed, the scholars are the inheritors. Of the prophets. Indeed, the prophets do not leave behind as inheritance dirham nor dinar. They don't leave behind wealth. Indeed, that which they leave behind is knowledge. That is what they leave behind as inheritance. And whoever takes from it, then he takes, he takes a great portion. Naam. And so we find, just from this uh, wording of the hadith, or this part of the hadith, that this man, he traveled all the way to Abu Darda, just to hear this hadith, this one hadith. We see how the Salaf, how they were, as it relates to this knowledge. Likewise, it's mentioned concerning Abu Ayyub, that Abu Ayyub, he traveled to Uqba bin Amr, to, in, in Egypt, for a hadith, for a hadith that he already heard, hadith that was already with him, hadith that he already knew about, however he wanted to hear it from, from Uqba. And so he went all the way to, to Egypt. And when Abu Ayyub, he said, he said, what has brought you here? He said, Hadithun, Sami'tuhu, Sami'tuhu, Min Rasulillah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Lam yabqa ahad Sami'ahu, Ghayri wa Ghayrak. He said, the hadith that you heard, or Afwan, Hadith Sami'tuhu, Hadith that I heard, from the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there remains none other, on the earth, except me or you, who heard that hadith. Fi sitr al-mu'min Concerning covering the fault of the believer. And that which we took previously. فَقَالَ عُقْبَ And so Uqba he said, Naam, yes, I heard the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam say, مَنْ سَتَرَ مُؤْمِنًا فِي الدُّنْيَا سَتَرَهُ اللَّهُ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ Whoever covers the fault of the believer, then Allah will cover his faults in this life and the next life. فَقَالَ فَقَالَ لَهُ أَبَا أَيُوبِ And so Abu Ayyub he said, Sadaqt. 
He said, you have spoken the truth. Sadaqt. You have spoken the truth. Because he already knew the hadith. He already had the hadith. He just wanted to hear it again. That's all he did. And he traveled all the way to Mesut just to hear it. And then uh, in Saraf, he went ila rahilatih. Then he went to his riding be- uh, beast, riding animal. Uh, went on his riding animal and he left. He left and went all the way back. And it's mentioned that he didn't stop in Mesut. And he didn't يعني, uh, take the option of that right that he had to stay as a guest. Hmm? That he left straight away because he didn't want to spoil his intention. That he didn't want to spoil his intention, so he left straight away. And likewise, it's mentioned about Jabir bin Abdullah that he uh, traveled, likewise, uh, the, the distance of a month. The distance of a month uh, to, Abdullah ibn, uh, to Abdullah ibn Unais. That he traveled to him the distance uh, of a month and he bought a camel specifically. Bought a camel specifically to travel that distance uh, to hear a single hadith. A single hadith from Abdullah ibn Unais. And so he bought that camel and he went all the way uh, the distance of a month. That hadith concerning the qisas yom al-qiyamah when a person, yani when uh, a person will take from another individual's actions uh, due to that oppression that he committed, uh, that hadith concerning that qisas yom al-qiyamah, the recompense that will be uh, yani carried out. And so this hadith, ayyul ikhwa, is a great hadith, a hadith that we uh, take many benefits from. Uh, from them, we learn the principle of al-jaza' min jinsi al-amal, that the reward is as a recompense of an action, and whoever aids his Muslim brother, whether that is... Uh, removing a hardship from him or whether that is uh, helping him uh, in that time of need and the time of difficulty or removing uh, a debt from him helping him to repay that debt or removing it in its totality or whether that is to cover his faults or to help him in, yani in any way then the reward for that action is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will aid you in this life and in the next life. And likewise, the great virtue of uh, seeking knowledge and traversing upon the path of knowledge. And the, the great virtue of gathering in the masajid. Gathering in the masajid where the Quran is recited. And to recite the Quran in the masajid and likewise to study it. Now, wa yuhibu wa wa Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.